Thank you for listening to Cinematic Reviews. This is Matt here with a review for The Dead Don't Die. All right, The Dead Don't Die. <laughs> Let's get into this. One thing I want to talk about with this movie review is a lesson that I learned from it. And I don't think it is necessarily a universal principle, but I think it is one that does hold up upon further examination pretty well. And it may seem like common sense and it may seem obvious, but I do think that there's there's something there that people should keep in mind when writing comedies. And the lesson is simply this. The better a movie is, meaning characterization, character development, pacing, structure, plot devices, direction, product, production design, etc. So the better a movie is, the more the comedic elements will shine and the laughter will ring truer and more often. I, that seems pretty obvious, right? The better a movie is, the better the comedy will be. Well, I, I guess my point is that even if you have good comedy, but it's inside of a poorly written movie, it's not going to ring very true and it's going to be less successful. So I think The Dead Don't Die is an example, is an excellent example, mind you, of a movie that had everything going from it from a comedic standpoint other than being actually good. And let me explain why I learned that principle with this movie specifically. In The Dead Don't Die, you have all the actors you could ever possibly want or need. They are time-tested comedians that have shown their mettle. The cast in the movie is indisputably great. We've got Bill Murray, Adam Driver. If you don't know Adam Driver is a comedic actor, just go look at the uh, Saturday Night Live undercover boss. He does such a great job, and he's hilarious. He's also funny in Logan Lucky. Other cast members include Tilda Swinton, who's great. Steve Buscemi, who's one of the great comedic actors and is a legitimate actor. If you don't know him outside of Adam Sandler movies, I encourage you to do so. We've got Danny Glover and even Selena Gomez for some reason. And not that she isn't a capable actor, I just wonder why they spent the money on her because any number of B-list actors could have played her part. And this movie had a seriously great group of actors. How, my, how could my expectations not be through the roof? You know, when I see a trailer for a movie like this, I think, oh man, that's gotta be great. Here are the main issues. The Dead Don't Die has zero character development from anyone. There are decent characters, they learn nothing. There are average American characters. They learn nothing. There is one character in particular with a hat that says, Make America White Again, which admittedly is a little too on the nose. Yeah, he learns nothing. There is a hermit living in the woods. He learns nothing except by observation at the end. But that observation is more to the point of why he's still alive rather than having him changed. I guess that's a mild spoiler, so I apologize. But it really doesn't spoil much for you. All, just just be aware of that. It, it doesn't tell you how the movie ends. All of the characters are the same from beginning to end. And this may be the biggest weakness of the film, and I think it is. This leads the ending to be that much more anticlimactic because the characters don't learn anything. It means the movie was pointless. You don't see any development. Another reason the movie struggled is because the direction was really weak. I felt like the director, Jim Jarmusch, I think is how you say it, was making almost no effort to find unique and interesting shots, particularly in the scenes with longer dialogue. So there are scenes where characters are just sitting there talking to each other. And I feel like the camera just sits in one spot 
And maybe that's a stylistic choice, but it doesn't work. You need the camera to be doing something to add to the environment and to add to the comedic element that you're striving to to achieve in this movie. Even if you don't have two leads that can't help but be funny together, Bill Murray and Adam Driver, even in a poor movie, the camera work can still go a long way in enhancing the comedy of things. I feel like Napoleon Dynamite was actually a really good example of camera work fitting the style of comedy. Wes Anderson... And Anderson is a master at this, I think. And I don't claim Jim Jaramusch is without talent because I am really not familiar with his work, like at all. But I was seriously not impressed at all with the direction of this movie. This this zombie movie had overt political themes, I'll tell you that. And, and Brett, my uh, co-host from The Geek, The Nerd, and The Tangent, told me that zombie movies typically do have a politically charged message of of some kind or another, and this one was just over the top and on the nose. And the worst part is that it does nothing to further those political motives. I feel like it actually unintentionally makes those political leanings look a little bit silly. For example, fracking of the polar ice caps is what leads to the undead reanimating because it causes the Earth to go off of its, uh, its axis, which is something it naturally does, by the way. Look it up. Take a a look. That's just the geologist in me coming out. But fracking is not likely to do anything to affect the rotation or the axis angle of the Earth. This is some of the worst writing to come to the big screen since Men in Black International. Oh, wait. They were actually released the same day. And this makes me want to quit my job and start a writer's room because if these garbage movies are getting made that are just so poorly written, I would love the chance to sit down with my sister Amanda and a few other close friends and create something. And I truly think that together we could make something of equal or greater value than most of these summer releases so far. And hopefully it would be greater. So my point in these last couple of minutes is to restate the principle of the movies that I learned from this particular one. The poor quality of the movie itself really diminishes the comedic elements. I did manage... That being said, I did manage to get a few laughs. I got a taste for the potential of the duo of Bill Murray and Adam Driver. They were far and away the best part of this movie. Those two are great, and their comedic styles play so well together. Please, Wes Anderson, whatever you do, write a great movie wherein these two actors are the stars. The reason I say that is because Jim Jaramusch was trying to be Wes Anderson, but failed. He even cast a couple of Wes Anderson's go-to actors, you know, Tilda Swinton, Bill Murray... They're they're in a few of his movies, especially Bill Murray. Even though a poor quality movie can diminish potentially good humor, some of the humor in this movie goes right along with the poor writing. A lot of the intended humor did not land. It was too contrived, you know, things like following the rules of the rule of threes way too many times and too overtly and obviously. At times it was breaking the fourth wall, which humor felt really flat, you know. So what it is is basically Adam Driver becomes aware is aware of the existence of the script of this movie so i yeah it's it's a little bit um weird that way you know there are some great comedic ways to break the fourth wall just go look at ferris bueller's day off that is one of the best examples of solid comedy that breaks the fourth wall if you don't know what that means it just means that the actors within the movie are aware they're in a movie so like in ferris bueller's day off he's actually addressing the audience he's talking to us and into the camera there are times in movies where characters will just like look at the camera and as if they're looking at the audience there's one in jumanji 
um, when the kid that gets turned into a monkey is like hitting the shed with an axe to try to get inside of it, but then he realizes he has the axe, so he just looks at the camera as if like, oh wait, I've got the axe in my hand. That's the thing I needed. So it's it's a good comedic element, and and those things can happen. But in this case, it was just it was awful, and it it really uh, diminished the quality of the movie even further. So I guess it's a vicious cycle of. The comedy being bad can can really diminish the movie, but also the movie being bad can d- diminish even good comedy. And you know, it's it's just such a uh, it's such a shame when a movie that has such great potential, but then it goes on to fail in the fulfilling of that potential. The entire premise of this movie is great, and I don't even like zombie movies in general. There's nothing about the zombie fad that appeals to me, though. Granted, that fad has kind of died down a little bit, but it's still pretty rampant. But unless unless you're doing a dark comedy starring Bill Murray and Adam Driver, yeah, that's when I'm interested in a zombie movie. Have I mentioned that yet? I don't know. But yeah, no, I, of course I have. I've, I'm obsessed with these two as a comedic duo. I think they're great, and I really, really, really want to see them in something else again together to, to prove how good they can be. And so general audiences can just just have a, have a great time in the theater. Would I recommend this movie? Maybe. If you like zombies or if you like the cast members, if this type of humor is your style, but it isn't good. This movie is not good. To me, it is deserving of a D minus. And had it not had good actors, I would have failed this thing completely. The The only redeeming elements are the cast members. Even, even that, even as good as they are, it's not enough to redeem it to a passing grade. We can't get up to the C territory at all. Because they should have been given better material to work with. And I believe those who gave the green light of the draft of this movie should be required to experience the walk of shame. In summary, the lesson I learned from this movie, even good comedic writing is hindered by poor movie quality. Hey everybody, did you enjoy this movie review? If so, please take the time to review my podcast on iTunes using the link in the episode description. Also, be sure to follow me on Twitter, at Cinematic. That's Cinematic with two Ts, to stay up to date on my latest content and other happenings. Thank you for listening. I'll see you at the movies.